Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Good Fortune. It's me, your host, Jamie Wright. Um, We're here to talk about the astrology forecast for the week of December 11th through the 17th of 2023. As always, if you're enjoying Good Fortune, I'd love if you could leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. Um, if you share Good Fortune, you know, tag me at Jamie Elise Wright on Instagram. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts, share with a friend, do all the things, <laughs> etc. And if you'd like to support Good Fortune in a monetary way, you can become a paid subscriber to my Substack. The link to do so is in the show notes. Um, And with all of that out of the way, we're just going to get right into this forecast. This week is a new moon week. It's also the week that we're beginning a Mercury retrograde. And this Mercury retrograde is really significant because it's going to take us through the end of this year and Mercury stations direct on January 1st. Um, and what I actually love about having Mercury retrograde through the last couple weeks of December is that it really um, is almost forcing us <laughs> to focus on, you know, reflection and review and going over like what happened this year, what we might want for next year. Obviously, you know, calendar months are not the most poetic or the the most in touch with nature version of time that we have, but yet we all follow them. <laughs> we all, you know, say it's January and February and March and we all, you know, make New Year's resolutions. Even if we don't make New Year's resolutions, we think about making New Year's resolutions. Um, and I like that this retrograde ends on January 1st because there are no... After Mercury stations direct, there are no inner planets that are going to be retrograde at the beginning of the year. Uranus will be retrograde, which is its own thing. But 2022 and 2023, we started off the year with retrogrades. 2022, Venus was retrograde. 2023, Mars was retrograde. Both of those retrogrades kind of took us into January. And in 2023, we also had a Mercury retrograde in January. Um, And so this year, it finally feels like the first year in a few, the last one being 2021, which I think in its own way had a kind of new year, new me feeling because everyone was desperately trying to claw on to something that was not 2020. But 2024 will be our first year in the last few that really like we're starting off in this direct place, this forward moving place. We're not in this period of review and figuring things out and trying to rework, you know, our heart or our actions or any of that. We're just sort of like ready to move ahead. And we're kind of for the rest of December, Mercury retrograde, I feel, is giving us the space to figure out the plan to do the reflection that we need to do um, so that we can start 2024 as a real fresh start, as a real new year, new me. And so this real reflection period kind of kicks off this week. Um, On Monday, December 11th, we start off overnight. The moon is still in Scorpio 
and the moon is gonna sextile Pluto at 3.57 a.m. Eastern and then go void for two hours and 15 minutes. And then at 6.10 a.m. Eastern on Monday, December 11th, we have the moon enter Sagittarius. And this moon is a very, very waning balsamic moon. We're about to have the new moon in Sagittarius. So even though the moon coming into Sagittarius, especially from Scorpio, <laughs> especially Scorpio, um, I guess maybe not especially Scorpio right now, but you know, the moon coming into Sagittarius is usually kind of like, okay, I've, I've got that kick in my pants. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to make moves. Even though the moon's first aspect will be a square to Saturn at 9.13 a.m. on Monday the 11th, which is usually a bit of a roadblock, a bit of a delay, a little bit of stress. But this Sagittarius moon, as I was saying, is waning. It's balsamic. We're really in still this like slow, sleepy, restful period of the lunar cycle. And so even though there's that Sagittarian excitement, it's a Sagittarian, it's more of the philosopher Sagittarius. <laughs> um, and what's really interesting on Monday is that at 2.16 p.m., we have Venus sextile Mercury. So we have this aspect of Venus, the planet of love and beauty and connection, connecting with Mercury, the planet of communication and ideas and our thoughts and our mind. And we actually had this, aspect back on November 15th when Venus was in Libra and Mercury was in Sagittarius. Um, and I thought that was almost a kind of fun, gossipy, information disseminating, kind of like thoughts coming together, ideas brewing, um, kind of Venus-Mercury connection. And now they're connecting with Venus in Scorpio and Mercury in Capricorn. So we're in these quieter signs, you know, we're in Mercury and Capricorn, who's really like, really wanting to think about the big picture and Venus and Scorpio, that's really wanting to consider, you know, all shapes and sizes of the heart and all angles of protection. Um, Venus and Scorpio is almost like <laughs> we're falling in love. It means we're going to war. <laughs> we're going into this battle. Um, so these two coming together, it's connected to that last aspect on November 15th, but where that one was loud, this one is soft. But I do think with this balsamic moon, this sort of philosophical Sagittarius moon, this Venus sextile Mercury, all the signs are pointing to Monday being like a great reflective journaling, looking back, looking through, making the connections kind of day. It's maybe not the day you want to launch something, but it's the day you want to process something. Um, and I think with the Venus sextile Mercury, there's opportunity to have really good conversations and to feel like you're authentically connecting with people and really being heard. Even though Mercury is slowing down and about to station retrograde, which is maybe putting, you know, you're not getting those texts back as fast as you want, <laughs> but when you do get them back, you are being heard. And those are all our aspects for Monday. Then we go into Tuesday, December 12th. The moon is still in Sagittarius. Overnight into the early morning at 5.05 a.m., we have the moon conjunct Mars. Um, so the moon, I will say, on Monday into Tuesday, 
is spending the whole day in this enclosure of the two malefics, which is not cute <laughs> for the moon. The moon is basically moving between a rock and a hard place. Um, the moon squares Saturn on Monday morning and then conjoins Mars on Tuesday morning. But that moon conjoining Mars and Sagittarius, I do think is kind of like, it's, uh, it's inciting something, it's galvanizing something, it's really pushing us to get excited about something. As I talk about moon Mars is passion and it's also conflict. Um, and especially because all of Monday we're going to have the moon moving towards Mars, there is this kind of tension, excitement, passion, building. And we then, on Tuesday the 12th at 6.32pm, have our new moon in Sagittarius, which I've been describing very much as a blunt reset. <laughs> um, I'm going to write more about this in a longer piece for my Substack and talk about, you know, different um, artists and public figures who have placements around 20 degrees of Sagittarius where this new moon is. But this new moon, um, the part of Sagittarius that it's in is really about resilience. You know, it's... Um, the part of Sagittarius that's connected with the tarot card, the Ten of Wands, which if you know that card, it's like a man who's like holding on to these 10 long staffs, these wands. And he clearly is like at the end of a really difficult task, a really hard challenge. And he's sort of, it feels very like pushing through the final bits of endurance. And this part of Sagittarius is really about like, okay, I'm an adventure seeker. I'm a philosopher. I went out on my journey. I then considered all the different ways the journey could go. And I chose my path. And now I'm sticking to it. Um, and so this new moon, it has that a real kind of wisdom to it. But because the moon has just connected with Mars earlier that morning, there's like a, a real kind of sharpness to this. And there is maybe a kind of testiness or there's an impatience. <laughs> That's the word I'm really looking for. There might be an impatience about the intentions that you're coming, that are coming to you, the things you want to put out in the world. Like it feels very like, I just want to launch this and get this over with. I just want to put this out there and get this over with. But Mercury is about to station retrograde the next day. You know, there's things that actually do need to be reviewed. So there's, even if you're feeling testy and impatient, like the answer might not be just putting it out there to feel the relief of putting it out there. Because I really think what this new moon is getting at is like, um, almost like saying like, okay, what are you willing to like keep working hard for? What are you willing to wait it out for? What do you still like, what do you want to practice every day? Um, and the energy, the intensity around this new moon, I think is better put into like brainstorming and making a plan than it is in like making a statement, but you might feel like making a statement. I think there's going to be quite a few statements that are made that maybe come out a little cranky or a little grumpy. Um, and that's okay too. <laughs> like you might feel called to do that, but just know that you might end up revising what you have to say or, you know, redoing the plan at a later date throughout the rest of the month.
Wednesday the 13th, the moon is still in Sagittarius. Overnight at 1.48 a.m., we have the moon square Neptune. So overnight, Tuesday into Wednesday, I definitely feel like after this blunt reset, there is a bit of exhaustion. There's that 10 of wands kind of like, oh, wow, I put all this effort into something, but I still actually feel like I need to wait it out. But now I'm actually just tired. <laughs> now I'm actually going to like go to sleep hard. Um, and then overnight on Wednesday at 2.09 a.m. is when Mercury stations retrograde. Mercury stations retrograde at eight degrees Capricorn and throughout these next two and a half, three weeks is gonna go back to 22 degrees Sagittarius. So we're moving between Capricorn and Sagittarius. And so the first uh, about 10 days of the retrograde, Mercury will be in Capricorn and it's here where things are gonna be like the most productive. Mercury is gonna be connecting with Jupiter and Saturn. There's a lot of nice structure and world building and <laughs> envisioning of things that I think is going to be able to happen, especially in this kind of like grounded, steady earth sign way. Um, but then around the 22nd, the 23rd is when Mercury then goes back into Sagittarius. And when Mercury goes back into Sagittarius, Mercury is going to run into Mars and run into Neptune. And things are going to get a lot more sort of confusing and hazy and Mercury Mars together in Sagittarius is very much like I'm making a really harsh blunt statement and not thinking before I speak kind of energy. Um, it's definitely more chaotic. Um, but the first part of this, I do think like, you know, the goal is to be like, okay, I already have this plan. How can I make the plan even better? And then once we get to the 22nd, 23rd, how can I resist <laughs> throwing this plan in the trash because I'm feeling too impatient to just start anything, essentially? But, you know, this Mercury stationing retrograde on Wednesday, it's happening overnight. We're going to be feeling it all week. We're especially feeling it on Wednesday, which is Mercury's day. You know, be patient with people. Communications might be slow. Travel might be slow. You know, there's delays. There's, you know, gaffes. People are saying the wrong thing, but be patient. Um, and then at 10.31 a.m. on Wednesday, the moon enters Capricorn um, and spends the rest of the day forming a trine to Jupiter, which actually I think really puts a button on this like, yes, Mercury is retrograde, things are slow, things are delayed, but the reason why Mercury retrograde is here, the moon is in Capricorn, so we can make a plan. <laughs> and so we can make a plan that we feel good about with the moon connecting with Jupiter by the end of the day. Then we go into Thursday, December 14th. The moon is still in Capricorn. Overnight, we have the moon conjoin Mercury at 12.46 a.m. At 5.55 a.m., the moon sextiles Venus. Um, I really feel like this sort of journey where the moon is connecting with Jupiter late on Wednesday and then Mercury and Venus overnight on Wednesday into Thursday. Um, I mean, this is happening. It's happening overnight on the East Coast. You know, if this was happening during the day, I'd be like, this is a really great 
connecting, you know, figuring out ideas, throwing things out there. The moon Venus is very like bringing a bunch of people together to talk in person over dinner, over lunch. It happening overnight into the next morning, I think is just really, I think giving the message of like, sit with this, sleep on it, (laughs) sleep on it and see how you feel. Maybe not just tomorrow, but maybe in a couple weeks. So like whatever, especially what was coming up around that new moon on Tuesday, like the, the, the vibe is definitely sleep on it. Um, and then after the moon connects with Venus, we then get into this part of the moon being in the cardinal signs where the moon just starts playing with all the outer planets and the nodes and Pluto and Chiron. And this is where things get a little funky. And I do think it's like we're in this pretty void space of the moon. Like the moon essentially goes void on Thursday morning and is only making connections with outer planets and the nodes until Friday at around 1 p.m. Um, so really, like, Thursday is a day that I would, um, uh, I would focus on finishing things or finishing things I've already started, not starting anything new, not starting any new conversations, um, and make plans for yourself that, uh, are gonna feel supportive you know connect with with people who really understand you like go to dinner with a friend (laughs) um binge a show you really like like it it's definitely a kind of um comfort comfort food comfort meal comfort hang i just do think when the moon especially the moon in capricorn which can be so serious and so like austere sometimes like when the moon is only connecting with the outer planets especially the way the nodes and Pluto are set up right now, I just feel it gets crunchy and it gets existential. And I think Thursday night especially, um, because the moon overnight on Thursday into Friday, 1.11 a.m. the moon is squaring the nodes, 4.26 a.m. the moon sextiles Neptune, and then 11.03 p.m. the moon conjoins Pluto. And especially when the moon is with the nodes and with Pluto, I think there's this real feeling of like, oh, I have to do it now. The wheels of fate are churning. Like what, there's a real sense of like doubt that comes up, I think. And I think trying to do things that are comforting to you is gonna help move through that. But the good news is that once we get through that kind of crunchy moment on Thursday, Friday afternoon, 12.55 p.m., the moon enters Aquarius. And the moon then spends the rest of the day forming a square to Jupiter, which goes exact at 10.52 p.m. And this just feels like, even though the moon is in Aquarius, where, as I've talked about before, it's like the Aquarius moon can also be a little bit austere. The moon in Aquarius would, like, live on Soylent if it meant that she could just do all her research all day and, like, not have to worry and <laughs> worry about like feeding herself. Um, but the moon squaring Jupiter feels like this really great marriage of ideas and comfort 
and celebration. And so it's like, if there's a night, especially this weekend to throw a party, like I think it's definitely like Friday evening. That's a great date night, especially like if you're thinking about it, connecting with a date who you have a real kind of intellectual connection with a friend who you have an intellectual connection with, like, I think this is a great night to like go see some art, go see a movie, go see some music that's really going to make you think. Um, the other thing that's happening on Friday is that fi- at 5.54 p.m. we have Mars trine Chiron. And again, you know, I talk about Chiron a lot. I think the Chiron cycle we're in right now with Chiron and Aries We've been in Chiron and Aries since around 2019, really like 2018 and 2019 was when it began. Um, And we're still in it for another few years. And this Chiron and Aries cycle is really about like healing, like identity and healing, like modes of (laughs) self-expression and Mars trying Chiron, like Mars and Chiron together is like, how am I healing through my actions? How am I healing through movement? Like, how am I pushing my ideas about forgiveness and pain and accepting that pain, accepting wounds forward? And the last time we had Mars and Chiron sort of in conversation was back at the end of September, on September 24th, and we had the opposition and again, this, the opposition is this kind of face-off transit. You know, there might have been something that was coming up around the end of September, especially in regards to, like, wanting to make moves as far as your healing, where it felt like, oh, that's too hard. Oh, that's too much. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed by this. But the trine, that's them working together. And this Mars trine Chiron on Friday, along with the moon connecting with Jupiter, it just feels like a really beautiful opportunity to celebrate and to heal. Um, especially because the moon squares Jupiter at 10.52 p.m. on Friday, and then the moon's next aspect at 4.08 a.m. on Saturday morning, or actually, no, sorry. The moon's next aspect is not until 12.32 p.m. on Saturday afternoon when the moon squares Venus. So the moon who was earlier in the week (laughs) enclosed by malefics is now enclosed by the benefics. It's enclosed by the good guys. So Friday night into Saturday morning, early afternoon is just such a little joy chamber. (laughs) I'm going to call it. And in between moving from Jupiter to Venus, the moon enters her crescent phase. So we're finally out of that crawling in the dark new moon phase and into the period of like, okay, I'm starting to see the light. I'm starting to see where this story is going. And I hope that there's something in this sort of transition between Friday and Saturday that, you know, those itchy feelings, those tense feelings, that feeling of like, I'm so impatient. I just want to start this now, but I can't and the disappointment that came with that, I hope there's this feeling of actually like happiness that you waited, happiness that we all waited (laughs) that comes up around Friday into Saturday, especially on Saturday. After the moon connects with Venus at 3.52 p.m. on Saturday, the moon sextiles Mars. And then at 9.53 p.m. on Saturday, the moon squares Uranus. So the moon is playing a little bit more with the feistier guys (laughs) on Saturday. You know, we had that sweet little joy chamber. 
And now the moon sextile Mars is a kind of like, okay, back to work, back in action. I want to, I want to go, I want to do something. Um, and then the moon square Uranus is like something unexpected is coming up. I'm getting some new information. Some new ideas are coming into my head. But what's really interesting is that the other thing that's happening on Saturday that's sort of hanging over the whole day and really hanging over the whole weekend is that at 10.43 p.m. on Saturday, the sun squares Neptune. And this is one of those aspects of haze, a little bit of fantasy, a little bit of confusion, a little bit of delusion, perhaps. Um, but there's this definitely a kind of hazy, out of body, out of material reality feeling that's coming, especially on Saturday with the sun square Neptune. But I, I think it can be leaned into like sun square Neptune days, you know, they can bring stress or anxiety if that's the fantasy or that's the sort of illusion that you're choosing to lean into. Or you can be like, I'm having a spa day. <laughs> I'm going to the sauna. I'm like gonna go space out and watch a movie. Um, I'm gonna like turn off my phone and listen to music. Like there's, if there's real opportunity to like have a grand vision or really get a new perspective, if you're willing to turn off the noise this weekend, essentially. And I think in its best case scenario, the sun square Neptune can really be used to actually just relax. But how you get there is by like not putting too many things on your plate in the interim, which I know this time of year, that's not fully an option, but I think part of what this Mercury retrograde is saying at the end of this year is like, maybe this like December, this holiday season, this end of year wrap up, like maybe we're reaching a point where this doesn't have to be this like marathon this like not even this marathon this sprint at the end of the year to just like get everything done and get all these ideas out there like maybe the point <laughs> and this is coming from like also such an american perspective of like yeah in europe they go on vacation <laughs> and like there's something about this that's like take off take a holiday be on holiday like even if it's like impossible with the way your job is, you run your own business, like you have kids, you have too many things to do for Christmas and the holidays, like give yourself two hours to take a holiday. And I think that's really something that's being made, that's like not being forced upon us over the weekend, but it's a real invitation that we might want to accept. Um, Sunday the 17th, the moon is still in Aquarius, and at 7.03 a.m., the moon sextiles the sun, so we're, get, we're gaining more light, we're getting deeper into that crescent phase, and then the moon goes void for eight hours. <laughs> so Sunday, and again, especially because it's Sunday, the day of the sun, and the sun is still very much square Neptune, this is again, like, Honestly, this is this is the thing. It's like, yes, I understand we all can't just be like, <laughs> I'm turning off my phone and not participating in life. But if there was ever a day to be like, I'm not going to try to get work done today, Sunday, December 17th 
is it. This is actually making me realize that I'm like going to block off my calendar and I'm not going to take clients on this day. Um, or yeah, maybe not until the evening. So the moon goes void for about eight hours on Sunday morning into the early afternoon. And then at 2.58 PM, the moon enters Pisces. And then at 6.31 PM, the moon conjoins Saturn. And I believe the moon's next aspect after that, let me just look. Yeah, will be to Jupiter. So we're in this sort of moon with Saturn, Jupiter phase, like leaving Sunday, going into Monday. It very much feels like starting in the afternoon, later afternoon on Sunday. That can maybe be a little bit of a back to business. Like it can, I definitely feel like if you give yourself space, especially Sunday early in the day to just kind of chill out Sunday evening is a great time to like catch up on work, do some chores around the house, like, you know, make your to-do lists and figure things out for the week. Um, but that will also be more productive and more felt and more intuitive, which ultimately the moon in Pisces wants us to be intuitive if the, you know you're you're able to give yourself space to relax to take off earlier in the weekend um and so just to go over all the aspects for the week because that's that brought us to the end of the week on monday the 11th we have venus sextile mercury on tuesday the 12th we have the new moon in sagittarius on wednesday the 13th we have mercury station retrograde on Friday the 15th, we have Mars trine Chiron. And on Saturday the 16th, we have the Sun square Neptune. Um, and I would say the sort of trickiest time of the week is Monday afternoon through Tuesday morning. Um... And then the best time of the week is definitely uh, Friday afternoon through Saturday early afternoon because we have those sort of, you know, we have the malefic enclosure, which is the rough spot, and then we have the benefic enclosure, which is the joy chamber. That's all I have for you this week. Um, I hope this new moon in Sagittarius is inspiring for you, galvanizing for you. Hope it gives you some ideas. Remember, you don't have to make them all happen at once. And we'll be back next week to talk about next week's astrology. And until then, I hope you have a great week. Talk to you soon. 